I've been thinking about change and how important it is to remember that we can change things that we want to change. I jotted down a few notes about a process that's kind of unfolded for me in my own practice around changing things that are pretty deeply ingrained, habitual. And so I thought I'd just share this. It's kind of come out to be six steps. And this can be anything. This can be a purely mental habit. Like, you know, letting go of self-recrimination or um, negative negative um, kind of patterns of comparing ourselves to others or whatever. Or it can be a pattern that erupts into something outside of ourselves or is triggered by what's outside of ourselves. And the first step really is honesty. Being really willing to look at what our minds are doing. And that may be a little bit more challenging than we think because uh, there's often a certain element of delusion around these patterns. But they're driven by dukkha, this whole process of changing is really driven by dukkha. You know, we're hurting in some way. And hurting ourselves, perhaps, maybe even hurting other people. And we see the dukkha in ourselves and around us, and then we have the motivation, but a lot of times we feel powerless to change these things because they've been around for such a long time. And I have come to the conclusion that I do not believe that we have to put up with this. We can change it. And in fact, you know, this whole idea of walking this path is about changing. And the whole idea of the goal of complete freedom from suffering is certainly about changing. It's not about changing anything outside of us. It's not about changing the conditions of our people or anything but our own mind. That's what changes. So we have to be really honest and really willing to look and truthful, as truthful as we can be. I'm trying to see what's really going on, what's behind that tendency to get irritable or anxious or worried or whatever. <clears throat> and remember that whatever this pattern is, it's totally understandable. Just consider the situation we're in. Human beings trying to be safe, trying to be happy, trying to be decent people in a world where it's not safe. 
It's all falling apart. I had this image this morning of, you know, like living on a mountainside, you know, on a little shelf. You're just trying to be safe. <laughs> Everything's treacherous. <laughs> and that's kind of the human experience. And uh, we don't want to see it that way, of course. And we shouldn't be. Uh, you know, we want to live internally in a way that we don't need to be afraid, even though everything's falling apart. That we can um, accept that. Recognize that all of the things that we fear are things we don't really need to fear. That the main thing to fear, the only thing, really, is our own unskillful actions. That's the only thing to fear. And so that's what we can change. And we don't, um, also don't need to carry whatever happened in the past along with us, or even the mistakes we make along the way. It's really about acknowledging, letting go, forgiving, going on, changing. So that's the first step, that honest reflection, accepting. And and I really, um, I say this often, and I... I hope that you can really take it in. It's like if you really knew where this stream of consciousness or whatever this is that continues from lifetime to lifetime, that's the package you came in with. If you ever if you really knew what had gone on to condition this, you'd be so understanding and compassionate towards yourself. And we'd also be compassionate towards everyone else. Because there are real reasons why we're doing what we're doing. And yet we can change it. And be happy and free. So, we take that honest look and we really say, okay, This is what I'm doing. This is what's happening. Now what? So I think the second step is to prepare ourselves for the next time that pattern gets invoked and to make a determination to really see it, work with it, make a change. And so that takes a little reflection, you know. Some of them are easier to see than others. There used to be things that my mom would say, situations, and then she'd say these things and it would just have this rush of feeling would come through me and you know, and and I got to the place where I I see it coming like, okay. 
I'm gonna, this is gonna happen when I'm with her, and then she's gonna say that, and then I'm gonna have this feeling, and then I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Just gonna, you know, like preparing myself. And so that preparation um, and making that determination is really crucial. Um, because we're actually training ourselves to do something very different. And, you know, like if compare our training the mind to training a dog or training an elephant, like was in the, the verses. Or maybe, I was thinking this morning, or maybe it's like training a butterfly. You know, and, as, and being really gentle or being really firm but always being kind. And then the third, third part is to practice. So practicing ahead of time, practicing when it's not happening. Some mental habits um, that I've worked with are so frequent you can't really get a space. You have to work with it coming up because they're just so persistent. But that's okay. You can practice with it happening too. But the practice is to bring up the, the scenario, feel the feeling, and stay with it. And you know, really get that felt sense of what happens as a result. Why do I feel irritated when this thing happens? Or not not even so much the the why, but just the feeling. Just okay, this is this is really the pattern and I can stay present with this. You know, in this kind of artificial practice run. Um, I'm going to go through like what I want to do with this, not what I usually do with this. And then the fourth step is what happens when it really is happening. And this is where we really need that wedge of awareness so we can catch it early. And what we really want to practice here is renunciation. And renunciation, you know, that can sound like uh, deprivation or something. People don't like that word sometimes. But what it really is, is holding back, deciding I'm not going to follow this in the same way as I usually do. And you're creating a container there, just holding back. And you're staying present with that feeling, like you practiced. And you're just going to stick with it. Hold it and be with it. And that's really the, the fifth step, is to stay present with it until it subsides. Until you're really there, as much as possible, being kind and compassionate and not letting any of it leak out.
And we're not going to be perfect at this. It's it, There are times when, you know, we won't follow through all the way. Something just gets overwhelming or whatever. But what, that's why we have to do this over and over again. And we have to have, really, with that determination we make, um, be willing to have the patient endurance to keep going through it. Because when it changes, it's so such a relief. And we don't have to, like I said, we don't have to put up with this anymore. And then the final step, if we, you know, whatever happens um, in that process of staying present, with what we're feeling. When when that finishes, when that feeling passes, and maybe we have not done anything, not said anything, not done anything, we've really followed it through, reflecting on that, that, that turning back to see it. Okay, this is what happened. And if it's not the ideal that you want, it's not the complete um, mastery over this yet, that's okay. This is a big change uh, that needs to happen and reflect on how far you were able to take it. And even if it wasn't very far, reflecting on the fact that you're headed in the right direction and you're going to do it again, it's okay. It's okay. This is uh, challenging. It is really amazing when we see that we can actually change this kind of fundamental thing. And it's also amazing when we see it in other people when they do this. Um, one of the things that I think has changed is that Attila the Nun doesn't seem to show up anymore. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to make any claims, but I haven't seen her in quite a while. And um, that inner pattern that I talked about, about just having so much regret, that habit of those thoughts of regret coming into the mind, that seems to have gone away. And it's because of this kind of work, too. And, and I think, I really think that so much of it is recognizing that we can do it. And we don't have to... Um, you know, take the attitude of, oh, this is how I am, or something, you know. we got to let go of all of those um, disempowering thoughts, beliefs.
And of course, all the other tools are so important. Spending time in meditation, giving ourselves, you know, the time and the consideration, the beautiful mental states of the Brahmaviharas. Reflecting on our good qualities. And the support we have from the people around us, from nature. So I hope this is useful.